Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I cannot believe what I'm about to say. We're talking about possible rain tonight? Come on. you got to be kidding me. I don't know if I want rain because I'm afraid it's going to turn into ice so quick. But that's what we're talking about. Um, tomorrow, high of 36 degrees, Thursday down to 9 degrees for a low, 37 for a high, 80% chance of snow. Friday, cloudy, uh, start out at 4 degrees up to 37. Then Saturday, we're back down to 5 below for a low, 7 above for a high. How is this working? Currently, it is uh, cloudy, hazy, depending on where you are, and 38 degrees. Blake Hoffarber knows a lot about basketball because he played at a high level at Hopkins University of Minnesota. This gets back to what I'm talking about. If I want to know about what's going on in the Big Ten, I can give you an opinion from the cheap seats, but when I get somebody that's actually played in the Big Ten, highest level, Blake Hoffarber, and we'll talk about it. The Gophers play at Nebraska tomorrow, uh, and Nebraska's really struggling. The Gophers have struggled but been close. And, Blake, I got to tell you, it's, it's, this Gopher team is, is kind of fascinating because – they never give up. They never quit. And, and, and they kind of run out of gas at the 35-minute mark, 37-minute mark a lot in the Big Ten. But it's not like you go, away, go away saying, oh, my gosh, they're not any good. You, you kind of go away more frustrated than anything else because you, you go, man, they were kind of close that game. And even against Iowa, that's happened time and time. How do you see it from where you sit when you watch these games? Yeah, no, that's a that's a good point. I mean, I think I, I mentioned this earlier on in your show earlier on in the year, but or even end of last year. But you know, I think at the beginning of the year, every fan and, and former player like myself, I I wasn't expecting much from the team, and obviously they got off to a hot hot start. And you know, with all the transfers that happened last year and new kids coming in, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a cluster for Coach Johnson, and he did a great job. And like you said, come Big Ten now, it's we all knew it was going to be a juggernaut, but they are doing a lot better than I thought they were going to be doing. It's just almost they run out of gas towards the end, which is, you know, kind of common come, you know, this time of year, you know, players start losing their legs a little bit, but also it, it's affecting us a little bit because we don't have a ton of, we don't have a big bench, right? And, yeah. and a lot of big 10 teams are playing a lot of different guys. Well, we just yeah. don't have that 
that level of guys that can play at this type of level. So I think it kind of hurts us down the stretch, but they are doing a great job. So, so you know, knowing what you know and, and, and the new landscape of college basketball, if you look at the Gophers right now, it looks like they've got a pretty decent uh, freshman class coming in. You won't know until they get here, but uh, Farrell and Carrington and, uh, you know, they, they've got some guys that, that have uh, cut their teeth pretty well in the, at the high school ranks. Uh, but would you look – you know, it looks to me like be careful. You don't want to rely too much on freshmen at all anymore in the Big Ten. Uh, you better be at least keeping an eye on that transfer portal for that mid-major, two hundred and thirty-pound, six-eight kid that, that that can take up space. Uh, how would you go about your business as you look at this roster and what 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 to taking that next step next year? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I they've done a great job on getting some uh, local players out of high school now. Um, so kudos to that, but you're exactly right. I, I don't think you can rely on a freshman coming in. I think after this year, I mean, I think Ben's got to truly look at the transfer portal, kind of like he did last year. And I think number one is try to get some kids that might have left Minnesota for quote unquote bigger schools. And, you know, things might not have gone the way they wanted to, and potentially they want to look back home or some just other kids that are across the country, not liking where they're at you know, mid-majors or high-majors and, and, and get some big guys, like you said. I think getting some big, strong guys are going to be a big thing for us. I mean, with Eric Curry is kind of one of our only guys this year, and he's going to be gone next year. Um, you know, I don't know anything about it, but, you know, getting a guy like, you know, I'm sure he's going to be there for four years or whatever, and I know nothing about this, even though he's a Hopkins guy, but say like Kerwin Walton, right? If he enters the transfer yeah. portal, say – because, you know, maybe, you know, I know he's having a little bit of a, a down year this year. Compared North Carolina, yeah. He's a great player, right? Yep. If he enters that transfer portal, we should be all over him. Not saying he will, but those are the type of players we should go after. Blake Hoffarber is our guest talking about uh, gopher basketball, what's good and what needs to change, et cetera, going forward. You mentioned Kerwin Walton. I, I watched him work out a lot in the off season, And he is, if you walked into a gym and watched him work out, you'd think he was an NBA player. The way he shoots it, his mechanics, all those things. Now, that probably speaks a little bit, you know, it can speak to the offense that they're running for him and are they giving him screens and all those things. But you as a shooter and a Hopkins shooter, if you were with him and you were trying to make the game easier for him right now, because he's probably fighting himself a little bit in confidence all those and all those things that go with it, but you know that there's a greatness there to unlock. What would you tell him? How do you, how do you try to get that out of someone that you know has it in them? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I went through that similar thing my sophomore year, similar to, to him. He's a sophomore. I think the biggest thing, and he knows it too, it's just tough to get around to it, but just try to focus on playing hard. I think if guys start focusing too much on, hey, my shot's not going down or I'm not doing a good job, the harder you work, the harder you play, the less you'll think and the more your natural abilities and natural you know, shot and shot-making skills or whatever you do best will come out. So, you know, I, you know it's easy to say, but that's truly what you got to do, just put your head down, dive for loose balls, and then all of a sudden it'll come to you, right? You get a couple layups, you see the ball go through the hoop, and, and then you start uh, getting into your rhythm again. It kind of looks like another Hopkins guy. Amir Coffey went through that at the NBA level, and, and this year he's reaped some of those rewards. Exactly, yeah. Amir's having a – I don't know if people have been following him, but he uh, wasn't playing a ton to, at the beginning, and um, now he's doing great and playing a lot, and I think – you know, it, it goes to show they have a couple injuries, right? So you just got to be ready to step up at the right time. And the guys that take advantage of when they can step up and get into the game, you know, it's huge. And the guys that aren't ready and kind of sulking on the bench saying, oh, you know, I should be playing. I don't know why I'm not. Then all of a sudden they get that opportunity and they're not ready. They're never going to get that opportunity again. So Amir's doing a good job on, on you know, taking advantage of this. 
You know, Blake Hoffarber, a great shooter, obviously, you were and are. You even beat me in horse. You're such a good shooter. Um, <laughs> it pains me to say that, but you did. And and you used some trick shot I've never you seen before. Where you, the last shot, you, you it was. I wanted to do real shots, and you sat down uh, on the baseline and shot it, it, it sitting down on the court. I've never seen that before. I thought that was a, uh, that was quite a trick <laughs> shot that you pulled off. But <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, let's just okay. So, so you work all year on uh, to shoot the basketball, and, and some of the Gophers do, etc. Um, if a coach can see that you can shoot it, is it the coach's responsibility to figure out how to set screens and get a shooter the ball, or is it the shooter's job? You know, I think you you can't rely on a coach to do it. you got to find a way to get yourself shot. Granted, there's some type of players that just aren't more the the players that can find their own shot, right? So it is it is good if you got, have a coach that understands your game, understands you know, uh, offensive set to get you an open shot. You know, when I was in school, Ohio State did a really good job at that. They had a player by a guy named John Diebler that was a really good three-point shooter, and they had a lot of good players on their team, but they always found a way to set up a a set play for John to get a three-point shot off. And it wasn't, you know, it was always, there was different variations within the plays, but Bad Mata did a great job on, um, getting him that, that one opportunity to get him an easy shot, to get him to go. But you can't always rely on your coach to do that. you got to be able to, to work on the offseason, work on, you know, one step, you know, dribble, pull up, uh, fade, you know, whatever your game's going to be. And that's why you see Steph Curry used to be that more, hey, he's just a shooter, to now he's a magician out there, right? Yeah, and, and by the way, you played against him in one, camp, right? One dribble step back, one leg shot, you know, fading away. I mean, those are the type of things, as crazy as it sounds, they need to practice to be able to get their shot off when they're getting double teamed all the time. And there are trainers that will train you in that. I mean, it's, it's kind of a balancing thing where you where you, you, you turn your back to the to the basket at the free throw line, you yeah. turn around on one leg and you shoot it, and it's amazing what that does for your balance and, you know, things like that. You know, Peyton Willis has played so well uh, coming back for another year with the Gophers, and, and it's Jamison Battle has played so well. Um, do they, I mean, does that tell you in some respects when you see um, the way some of these teams function that if you come in in the summertime and you go to summer school together and you play together, is that enough time to form a pretty good team in terms of conceptually that you understand each other? Because the transfer portal being such a big part of it and maybe the Gophers leaning on it, uh, that might be a big piece of it. Yeah, I mean, I think nowadays, you know, even when I was in school, you know, you would have a couple months here and there and you couldn't practice in the summer, but you'd be at, you know, you'd be taking class and having open gyms and weightlifting and stuff. Well, now I believe they can practice more in the summer. So it's huge for these teams that are getting a lot of these transfers and trying to get their teams to mesh. I still think the best teams, you know, getting those newer players that are really good to, to buy into the system and mesh in, but the guys that have been around for a while and, you know, four-year players that, know exactly when they turn their head where that player is going to be just because they've been playing with them for four years. Those are the best teams. Well, Spencer Tollickson, I mean, you always do where Spencer's going to be, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, for sure. Hey, a little Timberwolves talk. Uh, you watch the NBA as well, and all of a sudden they've hit a hot streak. What do you see when you see the Wolves playing Sacramento tonight, but what do you see? I mean, I just – they're they're fun to watch. I mean, I, I – the bummer part is, and everyone knows I'm, I'm close with Ryan Saunders, you know, and, and the bummer part is, you know, whether, it, you know, Finch is doing a great job, obviously, but, you know, they had a lot of injuries, right? But the good thing this year is they got most of their team together throughout 
you know, all the games, which is huge, right? So you got, you know, D'Lo and, and, you know, Carl Anthony Towns and Edwards, they're all playing together and they're great players. So I think um, that's really helping the team out and uh, it, it's showing. I mean, we're, you know, it used to be, you know, for the past 10 years, I felt like I'd get a notification if I wasn't watching the game or at my phone and it would say third quarter, Wolves are up 10, right? So then all of a sudden, you know, 30 minutes would go by and you look back at your phone and we lost, right? But now we're <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. What happened? <laughs> I, and, that's, and that's true. I mean, that's 10 years of my life with, you know, I guess it is Minnesota <laughs> That's sports, funny because I think anybody that's a fan like, has gone through that, you know? Oh, my gosh, we're up on the Lakers by yeah. 10 and all of a sudden you get another notification. Oh, we lost by 20. It's like, what <laughs> yeah. the heck just happened? <laughs> Yeah, that's something that y'all go through as fans. But, you know, uh, when you see Anthony Edwards and the way he approaches the game, is, is the key to him, you know, granted, he, he he's great athletically, he knows all those things, but at least to date, it seems like he he doesn't take himself too seriously or he's not selfish uh, about a lot of things. Does he strike you that way? Does he strike you as that kind of a teammate? Yeah, I think so, and he's just so gifted and talented. And you know, the good <laughs> can you imagine what he must have looked like on the summer circuit when he was fifteen, sixteen years old? Yeah, you no, know, how you walk into those gyms and one guy just stands out. About he must have just been off the charts. Oh yeah, and and you can see that now. And obviously, he got to where he is now, being one of the top lottery picks um, for that reason. But the good thing about him that gets him, he's got the talent, he's got the work ethic, and he's you know, confident. Some people might say, oh, he might be cocky, but, you know, you got to be confident in what you do. And I yep. think he's confident and he knows he's he's a good player. And, you know, the if, if your teammates are okay with that and are confident and just know he's going to work his butt off just like everybody else, I mean, that's, that's a good recipe for success. And wouldn't everybody love playing with Jared Vanderbilt? Because... Yeah, he, I mean, he's not taking any. He's not looking to take any of your points away, man. If you miss, he's there, but he's not looking. He's not looking to take anything away from me. He's looking to help you. Yep. No, those are in any in any sport, but you know, in basketball for college and NBA. I mean, you got to have those glue players, right? The guys that are willing to get more pleasure out of setting the screen to get me a three point shot look versus you know dunking the basketball. And there's there are those the people that. You know, they try to fake it, and they don't truly want to do that. But there's other players that get to the NBA just being a role player because they truly find success in, in watching someone else have success, meaning, you know, giving someone else a dunk, giving them a lob, setting a screen for them to get their three-point shot off or whatever it may be. But every team needs those type of players, and every player wants to play with that type of player. And everybody needs a bullseye shooter like Blake Hoffarber, too. Blake, thank you so much. Always enjoy visiting with you. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Yep, we'll talk soon. Blake Hoffarber, former Gopher great, former Hopkins great, Mr. Basketball. I did. I played him in horse, and he made a shot. Can you believe that? That he'd sit down on the baseline and take a shot from there and call that part of the... That's a joke for those of you that don't get it because he made that shot, remember, when he was a sophomore in high school when the state championship and uh, got an SB for it and everything else. And uh, that's when we first got to know him. Uh, but what a class act he is. Um what he did as a player was predicated upon hard work and this and that. I got to tell you something about today's basketball player versus when you and I grew up. And it's something that's profound. It might surprise you when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.